What's up, everybody? <laughs> welcome, welcome. We got a good show today. We got to wrap up the 76ers game, which was awesome. Oh, yeah. Get ready for the Bucks tonight, which is going to be another huge game. Also, we got to follow up from our post if you guys see us online on the discussion of load management. We're going to take care of that in it's a new a hot segment. Topic. Oh, dude, it's news to me anyway. We're going to take care of that in a new segment later in the show today and all things great and important for the Jazz. You guys are listening to Jazz Beats, your Utah Jazz podcast. I'm Jackson. This is Tyson. Right over here. We are Jazz Beats. Boom. (laughs) Yes, baby. (laughs) All right. Where do we want to start, Jackson? First, real quick, real quick anecdote. I was talking to my wife this morning um, and she, she had a funny story. Her administrator came to her yesterday. She's a school teacher. Right. So her... Assistant principal came to her and said, "She's fine. When is, when is Jazz Beats doing another oh, episode?" Really? He was yes. pumped about it. So <laughs> shout out to Brian, who's listening right now. What's up, Brian? You're awesome. Keep listening to us, and we'll try to get episodes out as, as much as we can. Is Brian bald? No. Oh, strange. Most Brian's I know are really? bald. I don't know. I'm just putting that out there. I don't know what that has to do with anything. If you're also bald and named Brian, welcome. Follow us. This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's. We, we have a new segment we've come up with. Um, we're we're going to be talking about um, kind of important discussion topics that are going on throughout the league or throughout Jazz Nation. Um, why don't you, you... You came up with this title. Why don't you introduce this? So we want, we want a segment that you guys can look forward to every week. That's the main idea. Sorry, we've got private we've got clientele plane, coming in. Plane coming through. Um, so this we're going to call it the touchy topic of the week and it will be every week and uh we're, we we put it out online um on the utah jazz take note nation page where we wanted to hear from jazz fans what their thoughts were on load management because yeah. it kind of seems to be a it's new kind thing. of a new thing that's kind of been controversial a little bit so anyways tyson has been sp- spent a lot of time um creating this little jingle for us for right. our for our new segment so for the first time ever, here's this is our new segment. The debut. Welcome to uh, here we go. Touchy topic week. <laughs> yes, that is so good. I love it. I like professionally can... <laughs> done. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I went to uh, culinary arts school where they taught me how to. Make spaghetti and music. So, <laughs> <laughs> can we can we hear it again now that, now that we're like all right, let's do it. Here we go. Like thinking about it. Oh, a te- technical difficulty. Touchy topic week. And that was that was Usher that took uh, took time out of his day to to the, record the yeah for yeah, us. The Usher, the, yeah. the one that you're thinking of. So it's we're we're moving up. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Usher. We got Royce coming in sometime soon. Right. Shout out to Ty Sullivan, Royce O'Neill's agent. Um, <laughs> we did I, reach out to to Royce's agent. Um, I I won't uh, declare my phone number over the phone for him, but I'll just shoot him another message. We are looking to hear back from you, Ty. We want Royce on the show, big time. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about this load management. What's it all about, Jackson? Load management. Give us the rundown on what load management it's is. It's kind of the last couple of years. It's kind of come out, and it's where and it's funny how it only happens to. To big name, high profile players, right? Well, it's we, like we, like the other players don't need load management, no. but these these big time guys. We've been do. load managing Dante Exum for like three for years. years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really so the, the first Clippers game, Kawhi Leonard, one of the candidates for the MVP this year, did not play for load management reasons. 
apparently you just get to to not show up to work. Right. I think that's and still get paid. Still get paid. You should we, propose this. We need to. <laughs> we share a boss. Let's 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 propose that to him a little bit later. Anyways, not the point. So these high profile players are sitting out games a lot of times on back to back games where they play two days in a row. Just sitting out just for rest. No injuries, no personal matters, just just to not play. Right. And so, listen, I, I we, we asked what your guys' thoughts were online, and we have a bunch of comments, and we're going to go through a few of them here. I actually went to that Clippers game where, where Kawhi or, was sitting out, and I was yeah. a little bit disappointed. That's yeah. part of the why I bought that ticket, as I wanted to see him play. So I can see how fans, not happy. The only reason the NBA exists is for entertainment. Yeah. Sports right. in general, that's, that's all it is, is entertainment. And fans are paying... For that. A lot of money. The more money, the bigger the name they want right. to see on the court. Right. Yeah, I'm with that. So if you're you're buying tickets a month in advance, you're you're being good and you, you don't right. procrastinate. Right. And when do they announce it? They announce it usually like the, the day before. A couple days before. It's, yeah, it's silly. That's tough. But, I mean, you went to the game. You were disappointed. I'm sure it was a fun game anyways, but it's fun to see these, these right. perennial all-stars. Because in the end, would you rather watch the Jazz win a game with no stars on the court or lose a game against... Some of the highest ranking players well, in the NBA. I, I want our boys to win. I want them to win, but I still want to see them compete against those right. players because that's right. I still think they're better than them, and I want it to go down on the court. Yeah, and I want so to watch it. It's it's a hot topic right now. Uh, I'm sure fans are pretty unanimous and agreeing. Well, let's see. Hey, am I allowed to give people's? It's public domain, correct? Let's so say I, their first names. All right, so Sharon. Sharon, this I, I agree with Sharon on this post. This is what Sharon said. I think it would be better to do what Jerry Salone used to do with Stockton. Limit minutes. John played 82 games, 17 out of 19 That's years amazing. with the Utah Jazz. He did just fine with minutes management instead of load management is what she's referring to. Right. This not playing guys back-to-back game is just annoying for fans. It's so true. And then... I know Stockton has a bunch of records. Oh, dude, he, right now, he don't miss nothing. But that might be one of the ones that is most impressive to me. Playing all right. 82 games for 17 of his 19 seasons. Out of 19 That's years? That's unbelievable. That's incredible. Now, yeah. if, if if their managers can't figure out how to do that... I mean, that's that's their own issue. But if they want to do load management, anyway, it's it's a huge thing. Uh, do you want to get some other yeah, thoughts, let's, or let's what, hear, what are your thoughts? Here a few more. Um, I, I I agree. I think. I mean, minutes this can is, be managed, right? This is your profession. This is your job. Like we were joking about, we can't just take time off time off from work with no repercussions or or anything like that. Right. I mean, it's it's especially when other people are counting on them to perform. And they just just don't show up, right? Because five minutes is better than no minutes, right? And it still it changes the whole other dynamic of the team. Whether they're right. like, oh, we don't have Kawhi to play against tonight. It's a brand new team. At it's, that a, point. it's it's a different strategy. It's all that setup. Think of how much they're still getting paid. One guy balanced it out or calculated it out on how much on a forty million dollar contract. You know, you're making five hundred thousand dollars a game. Yeah, and you just decide to sit one out to take it easy. I mean. I don't know. Give so that, do you, give do that you back think, to the fans who pay tickets. Yeah. Do you think it should be abolished completely? This is me asking you, uh, which you have. a. Well, I'm no longer on the board of the NBA right. commission, but I think that it should be. Like, okay, they okay. can't. They can't. They can't abolish. They so can't you abolish it completely or do you, you penalize it. withhold their pay for that the games that they miss? You prorate their pay and withhold it for that game. Yeah. And it goes I to like a charity that. or a podcast. 
<laughs> like ours. <laughs> <laughs> the money. Yeah. Yeah, right. I like that even uh, more now. I think there should be a penalty of some degree because yeah. um, the, in the, if they're not penalizing the the association or the players or the cat, the coaching staff, all it's doing is penalizing the fans, right. in my opinion. Because they're still paying the fees. If you're so worried about um, people's careers, lengths, and, and not wearing them down throughout their career. Go work at Office Depot. <laughs> well, yeah. Shorten the season. The 82 games is a lot of games is, for, a, for a basketball player. And if that's what it takes, and if you're if the choices are to sit out games and disappoint fans, shorten the season. But I know it's a money-making thing, but come on. Yeah, that, well, they got to choose. Do they want the money? Right. Or not. Right. So play the games, play the players. Anyway, you'll find that post on, uh, on our um, Facebook page. Feel free to chime in. Give us any more of your thoughts. We're going to have a new topic tomorrow. For our touchy topic of the week. We, we have the topic. Do you want to announce it? Do we it? want to announce it? I think we can. Drum give roll, them, please. Give them a little bit of, of no, insight into next week. <laughs> Tell them what it is. Um, we're going to talk about, it's it's kind of a, a jazz topic right now. A Quinn of, Snyder topic? Yeah, Quinn is really yeah, pushing for it. It's all about it. Screen assists is, is as a statistic. Is it something, is it even important? Is it a big deal? We're going to um, blast some Facebook page jazz pages and, and see what you guys have to say but screen assists is the topic i don't want to go any further than that but right we're gonna we talk will about discuss what it is it next and week. what our thoughts are yeah um That'll so yeah be exciting be looking out every week for the touchy topic of the week yeah <laughs> just like just like usher <laughs> all right we played the 76ers let's let's do a quick recap on that game i'm i'm so glad we won that game man if we'd have won three and lost three in a row yeah i would not want to be sitting here with just losses through the week right so. since our last last podcast that'd have been tough yeah jeez like depressed and i was beats. a little bit worried about the game to be honest because 76ers is playing tough they are you and know they just got Embiid back off the suspension for getting in that fight so, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about so that. So this was his first game back after being so off he was for a well few. rested. Let's say right. Load management. Load management. Maybe that's what you do instead of load management. You just go punch somebody. Yeah, poke somebody in the eye. Yeah. Mike Conley will never get load management with that because he's never had a technical <laughs> in his entire nice. career. He's two nights. <laughs> we'll talk about him um, with that game. So we played the Kings. Um, kind of a disappointing outcome. I I, sh- I don't believe we should. We should have won Kings. that game. We could have won that game. Yeah, we lost oh. on an. Offensive rebound put back pretty much at the buzzer. And there's a lot of places we could have could have been better. Right. But the short of it is a lack of uh, awareness on that box out from our yeah. players at the at the baseline. That cost us the game. And the more disappointing thing is the next game we played against the Clippers with Kawhi, they had 18 offensive rebounds. And we had how many? Like six. Awful. Or eight. I don't know. But... 18 offensive rebounds after a game where that offensive rebound costed you the game in the, the final seconds. The game, right. Yeah. So kind of disappointing, kind of frustrating weekend for the Jazz. Maybe we won't ever make those mistakes again. Right. We two shouldn't. games in a row. I mean, imagine if, if we'd have kept the, if we'd have kept those two games on the winning side of our bracket, I mean, we'd have been stay we'd have stayed number 1 right. in the West, which we were leading to that game right. against the Kings, who were the last seed in the West and we were the first huge upset. Yeah. Um, I hope you all bet big money on the Kings and made out quite well, <laughs> which could have gone really, really well for us. The Kings game was it was still again, Fox was fast. He he had a yeah. he had an impact on us. But you're right, came down to offensive rebounds and then again with the Clippers. Yeah. I think what hurt us too is is 
they kind of isolated Bogdanovich. They got switches from him onto Fox, and then he just went one-on-one, and he got to the free throw line a ton. Every time. So I, I think it was, and I think I have seen the last couple of days of more of a focus for Bogdanovich being one-on-one. He's right. really working Dude, hard. He's trying to slide crazy. his feet and trying to stay in Bogdanovich front of Bogdanovich is a five-star player. I love him. Dude, he is the man. He gives you what he gives you. And and, and more. After Mitchell, he's been one of our most consistent he players. Is. Absolutely. Right. So so after the Kings and the Clippers lost, that put our season at four and three. Four and three. Right. So and it was la- Wednesday on. night. We're Tell playing, us about it. We're playing the 76ers in Utah again. And in the first few minutes of the first quarter, Ben Simmons tries to put his shoulder into Royce O'Neal's chest. And we all know Royce is just a brick right house he's or- built by trump he's a wall baby <laughs> i like that <laughs> you get your current events here too people <laughs> thank you uh no but he he put his shoulder in kind of gave him a little bump to kind of create some space and just the wrong angle ben simmons was uh he left the game or he put some ice on it was on the bench and never he didn't return never came back yeah so yeah i think that caught us a break I still think we would have won. It would have been a good game either way. Because the energy that the Jazz had was way higher. Way, I, way higher. And I, you could feel it. Right. And I got nervous with about eight minutes left. We kind of had a lead for a little while. Oh, dude, and they then came they back. came back and tied it. Yep. And about eight minutes left, I got thinking, man, in the past, we don't close out games we very don't, well. We don't. We don't. We rely on just Mitchell to go one-on-one. And it... it Sometimes doesn't work. It didn't work out in the Kings game. Nope. Or the Clippers game. That seems to be what we did at the end. But And that's been the Jazz history for seems like a while. Yeah. No offense. But we'll it seemed like we'd matured last or on Wednesday and we executed very well down right. the stretch. And even in the way that Coach Quinn strategized that last few minutes of the game, even when we made a mistake, there was still a way for us to keep our lead even as small as it was. Yeah. Um, well, you know what I got to bring up? Neto. Neto, dude, Neto on the back. Neto on the 76ers. He had to step up a big role with yeah. with Ben Simmons gone, and yeah. you know he's like two feet shorter than Ben, so there's that. But he's just such a handsome little man. But <laughs> <laughs> I always said that about him. But give, I got to give Neto some credit because he played heavy minutes. He did, and when he played, he played really defense well. on Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell did struggle a little bit. I think. I think Neto a, knows his tricks. He's a feisty little guy. He is. And he was showing it, and he's physical. And he he played well on offense, too. Yeah, he, he shot the ball well, had some up, tough shots. Off the bench, that's great. Yeah. So shout out to Neto. Dude, Neto. Good for you, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was good. What what else did you think about the game? Um, I thought our defense was awesome in, in multiple aspects. We had created a couple shot clock violations, which is – one of oh, the best dude. things in the world for defense. That's the most embarrassing thing ever. You got 24 seconds, and you can't even throw the ball above your head and try to right. put it in the hoop. We, You have awesome. no options. No. We're not giving you any So we options. got a few of those. We were very undersized. They started like 6'5", 6'10", 6'10", 7'0". Right. Six, I didn't like, even – that never crossed my mind. They have a huge starting lineup. Wow. Um, and we were very undersized. I thought Bogdanovich held his own against Horford in the post. Um, we got oh, a lot dude. of switches onto Embiid in the post, and we scrambled and we double teamed, and our strategy was awesome. Yeah, it never really hurt us. I know we sent Embiid to the line a lot, but being undersized did not hurt us last night, like like no. I expected it to. And and Embiid, he he and you know he's uh he's number two in the league for rebounds, tied with Rudy Gobert. So they matched up really yeah. well. I mean, they're and he is a horse. 
And he can. He's good. He shot the three pointer and made it, which yeah, is like good. weird. And Gobert was wide open on the next possession. I was like, "Do it, Rudy. Just, <laughs> just shoot the three. Get back. Just shoot the three. Can you imagine Shaq in a fool with Rudy oh, Gobert man. shooting a three pointer? Oh, It'd be amazing if it went down. It would be the best thing ever to happen. <laughs> NBA. Um, I got. I got to bring up. Conley's block against that Neto, was great. and the way that he maneuvered his body so he didn't hit him on the foul and came down hard. Good for him, dude. He's back. I like Conley even more every game. He's right. he's smiling. Did you see after he made that layup and got fouled? Right. He didn't see it go in, and he's looking around like. And the crowd cheers. Did for that him? go in? Yeah. He was looking and he asked somebody, "Did that go in?" <laughs> and as soon as he found out, he raised his hands yeah, yeah, up yeah, yeah. and was getting the crowd going. He's I feel great. like he's just so used to it not going in <laughs> that when it did, he's like, "Wait, hold up." Wait a minute. Did that ball go in the hoop back there? Let me tell you what's going on. And everyone's like, yeah, cheering for him. And it was a shock for him. It was awesome. Uh, I do want to point out Conley, he he played better. Right. Um, But even when he's not shooting the ball well, I just I just read an article about this. He's still doing so many good things for us. The, The main reason we picked him up, or a lot of the reason, was to create space for Mitchell. Right. That's right. And you see that. Even when he's having an off night, you still have to close out and guard him on the three. Because he's a shooter. He's a good shooter. And it, it has made Mitchell so much more efficient and so much better driving and getting he's those He's not as shots. rushed. He's not, he yeah. doesn't have to take bad shots anymore. Where before with Rubio, they were leaving Rubio on the on the arc mm-hmm. and coming right oh, yeah. after oh, yeah. Donovan. His mid-range was so good. Those the, he he went on an eight and one run yeah. against the first on against mm-hmm. them on the first quarter of the game. Those are so smooth. Yeah. Freak. I love it. Yeah. He was great. He's He's been unbelievable. He's been all-star level. If he doesn't make the all-star team playing like this, there's something wrong with with whoever's voting out there. The system's we should We should petition for a vote. Right I think now? the media gets a vote in the all-star. For the like, j- like for other people or just you and I? Because I think we would both vote he, him in. Yeah, but we, we should try to do that. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I think ESPN, a lot of those guys get votes. And, something about them. Right. right. And what are what's When do we start? Is, is it too early now? I, no. Let's do it then. I think we need to start now. <laughs> let's start it. Let's start it. Start now for a, a 2024 all-star vote. <laughs> One of the players I thought really stepped up in the 76ers game is Joe Ingles off the bench. Yes. He was he was aggressive. He shot the three ball and he was yelling at the ref. So I know he's back in his groove. That's what I was going to bring up. That's the first time all year I feel like he's been mouthy to people. I know, right? I love it. Right. That's when we know Joe's... Back into he's his, at his best. Yeah, he's at his best. When That's he's right. talking trash. He's talking trash. He yelled at the ref, you can't even see that from over there. And he was but my favorite thing is when he's yelling at the referee and the camera's showing it, and you get to look at the people on the first and second row's faces listening to Joe Ingalls in his Aussie <laughs> accent yell at the referees. Some of them are horrified, other ones are just super entertained. They're just loving every minute of it, which is where I would be. <laughs> Those people that are horrified. They must not know Joe. So right. get off the front row. Yeah. Get give, somebody give else in seats. there who enjoys <laughs> Joe. Awesome win against the 76ers. It we really needed, was. We needed that. And they're a high-ranking team in the East, so you got to give the Jazz credit on that yeah, one. Yeah, I think they're picked to win it. Right. Either them or Milwaukee. Ooh, let's talk about Speaking that. Speaking of Milwaukee, tonight, everybody, 7 o'clock. In Bucks Salt Lake in Salt Lake. City. I'm going to go. Jackson will I'm, be there. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be hooping and hollering from the the what do they call them the nosebleeds. The nosebleeds. <laughs> Jackson will be cheering and but in line with the Jazz new code of conduct, of course, right. which is very strict. No more billboard sized signs. Right. No more painting on your belly. No. I know you do that all the time. 
I don't think they banned that, did they? They didn't? I don't know. Next game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. All right. So the Bucks are a tough team. Yeah. Uh, Lopez. Both of them. Both of them. That was my <laughs> that was my original strategy. Was no who did who did we get? Ed Davis. Yeah. Remember, I wanted no Ed Davis and both the Lopez brothers right. on the team because that would have just been the three. You just ami- yeah. massive amigos. The three massive amigos with Gobert and two Lopez brothers. That would that lineup would never happen. <laughs> I feel well, like <laughs> I want it to so bad. You just want two guys of the same name to pass to each other. Yeah, I just want to forth. hear it on the radio. Lopez to Lopez and Lopez misses. Lopez rebound, assist to Lopez and dunk to Lopez. You guys hey, know that was entertaining. Giannis is coming to Salt Lake. Fans, you got to be going nuts. We got to get in his head. He is amazing. Reigning MVP. He's averaging 28 and 12 and 8 right now. Is, He's is been it, unreal. Is it Rudy's responsibility to shut him down? I think so. Last year, we had Rudy guard him a lot, and he kind of took it as a challenge and went right at Rudy. He's not the greatest jump shooter. Actually, he's a pretty poor jump But he's jump a bully shooter. ball. He, he plays is. ball, a lot he of bully is. ball. And he's super long. He's right. not much shorter than Rudy. But his arms it, are like twice the diameter. So I don't know who's going to match up with him. I, I think Snyder will have something up his sleeve. I noticed that when in the game against the 76ers that Royce O'Neal would step in a little bit when they would get too deep, backing it in on the post on Rudy Gobert, their big guy, Embiid. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's going to be the ploy again tonight. Gobert will play him until he gets in the restricted zone, and then we're going to send somebody in to try to strip the dribble mm-hmm. before he gets it up against the board. And we've done a great job of scrambling out of that too. Oh, man. When Royce goes on mm-hmm. double teams, every all the other three guys on the perimeter are scrambling to get to shooters and get to the open guy. Hustle. We're working so hard. So much hustle. Yeah. So uh, that's going to be fun. But uh, go ahead. I was just going to say the Bucks have some amazing ranks. The Bucks are ranked number one points per game in the league, number one in rebounds, number one in offensive rating, and number one in fast break points. Oh, no. Do you want to know where the Jazz <laughs> sit with those? Jazz are 28th in points per game, Lovely. 26 in rebounds, Lovely. which we've obviously been discussing that. Uh, number 25 in offensive rating and number 19 in fast break points. The only lead we have is defensive rating, where the Bucks are 14th and Jazz are third. Third. That's what I wanted to hear. I know our um, opponent's points per game is one of the tops. So right. if they've got, they're scoring the most, we're preventing the least amount of points. That's It'll right. Be It'll be a battle, it really. Be. It'll be, it will be an unstoppable object colliding with an unmovable <laughs> one. <laughs> I think we got to contain, <laughs> contain Antetokounmpo. Say that. Wow, you freaking nailed that. Contain him Good for you. and limit transition points. If we can get them to stay in the half court and not get out in fast break. We have to I control have our turnovers chance. because they they, right. they convert points on fast yep. overs. They're the number one in the league. So if we do tur- turnovers, you can kiss that lead and that game goodbye. We've yeah. got to hold the ball. It's going to be fun, though. It's going to be intense. It's going to be intense. And they're six and two. We're five and three. We're right there. So, you know, you think about it and the two games we could have won. Yeah. You know, and I still yeah. don't feel like the Jazz are still. We haven't hit our peak. No, We're not even close. No, it might not happen till end of December. Which we, is fine. We usually really get Which on the throttle fine. in January yeah. every season. I feel like, and if we can keep the record where we're at with this, <laughs> it'll be a big game tonight against the Bucks. Jackson, you got to take care of us while we're there. I'm Do gonna be there. I'm whatever gonna traditions you have, as loud as I can. Man, you guys get behind the boat. Push. We got to win this game. Jazz fans, don't miss tonight's game. It'll be intense. Just a quick reminder, as soon as we get 500 listens on the channel, we're working with a hat 
manufacturer right now. He's the we best spoke with in, him the, yesterday. in the state. He is the best in the state. Yeah, to make us some jazz beat hats. 500 listeners were giving out hats, and 1,000 listeners were doing tickets. Amen, baby. We're and we've tickets. got the tickets. We just need the fans. So tell your friends, <laughs> get them listening, so we can give out some of these hats, and really so we can make them so we can have some for us as we well. Want, we mostly want We need an excuse. For ourselves. <laughs> Absolutely. Man, thanks for joining us, guys. It was so much fun. Go Jazz. Beat the Bucks tonight. Thanks for listening.